Blog Talk Radio. Fifty-one X spot flanker cross. Red left slot. Fifty-one X spot flanker cross. Someone right. Fifty-eight. Blue. Fifty-eight. All right, here we go. They're gonna jump right here. You know they're gonna jump. Everybody hold your water. Green right slot. Ninety-eight handoff side on three. Ready? Balls. 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 Hey baby, let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. I'm the quarterback. Don't stop, homie. I go to jail if I get sacked. So block for me. Eight ball in my corner pocket. It's on and popping. Got the whole club leaning with it. Welcome to Picking Up the Blitz with KB and Ethan. You have already made your best decision of the week. Folks, I guarantee my locked and loaded picks of the week this week, just like every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. But I'm locked in for a five, and I know they're going to make you more than a dime. Also, tonight, I want you to think twice about the Celtics winning by plus 12 over the Kings. So, if you're about to make that bet, hesitate a little bit. Think about it because uh, I, I, I held off. So, if I hold off, you should probably hold off too. Let's jump right in here, folks. All these trades that we've seen go down this week, seems like everybody's getting these players for fairly cheap just reminds me of when multiple teams needed wide receivers and the Patriots were able to obtain Randy Moss for a fourth round pick. How many, how many NFL fans were looking around saying, Oh, we would have given out, given up a fourth round pick for Randy Moss. No problem. What up Thane? Let's bring you into the conversation for the Florida keys. What's going on? What's up KB man. How you doing? Nah, it's never been better, man. The show's never been easier with these kind of trade deadline moves. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying, bro. I'm not very excited about it, as you can probably tell my monotone voice. Yeah, okay. Mad Money, how you doing back there behind the glass? Get it. Oh, fresh as always. All right, well, let's start start with the main one that Fane's probably the most concerned about, and that would be the Miami Dolphins trading Jay to the Philadelphia Eagles for a fourth-round pick. And just like always, there's been some rhetoric that's been proven true by KB that i got to revert to from years past. Look, I've said more than once that the Miami Dolphins have the worst medical staff in the game right now. They denied Drew Brees and went with Dante Culpepper. Look how Drew Brees worked out with the Saints. This season, just recently, with Ryan Tannehill, they decided not to do surgery. How long did he last? Now, the Dolphins had questions about Jay Ajayi's knee and the health and where he was going with his own future there, and they sent him away for a fourth rounder. If you ask me, the Dolphins' medical staff is a mess. Am I on to something here, Fane, or was that trade because of some other reasons? I think that we both know exactly what happened here, man. You want to talk about the knee and everything here. He wasn't playing in Adam Gase's system is what happened. And that's that's obvious, man. Adam Gase is this kind of guy that just wants to run this no-nonsense team, but he doesn't have the credentials to do it yet. He's not Bill Belichick because he doesn't have the credentials. He doesn't have anything to his name besides bringing back Jay Cutler and sticking with Jay Cutler. And we will get back. Trust me, I'm going to have to talk to you a little bit about Matt Moore's performance. Even though even though on the show last week, I told you exactly, like literally four yards off of what Matt Moore was going to do. And I even gave him a touchdown. And you and some of the callers really wanted to get on my back about that. Even though I was dead right, as always. As always, I would think I was four yards Beyond off. Beyond the current point we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, I just had to bring that to the light. But listen, and I, you were yeah, correct. Jay, Jay, uh, of course, as usual. But what I am saying um, – I think that this is a, uh, uh, an Adam Gase thing. He wants to be the man in charge, just like when he started cutting players in the beginning of last season. And hell, we, we made the playoffs, so what can I say, you know? But this, this came as a shock to me. This came as a shock to all of South Florida. Uh, no one was expecting that. And Adam Gase this, made the guy, Eddie. How is he so ready to get ready, rid of him already? I don't think that Adam Gase did make the guy. I think that Jay Ajayi made the guy. Jay Ajayi made himself. Jay Ajayi ran so hard last year and just behind a not not great offensive line that's even worse this year somehow. I don't even know how that's possible, but they are. And Jay Ajayi made his own name last year coming out as a fifth-round prick. As a fifth-round prick. 
but maybe we could call him a fifth round pick. I don't know, but I think Adam Gates is going with a fifth round prick. Um, he just they don't they butt heads constantly, constantly, constantly. It, it, it's a consistent thing, and 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 JHI is not fitting into the system that Adam Gates wants to run. That's the truth. Adam Gates does not want him to be succeeding, so that's why he just shipped him away for a fourth round of a fourth round pick, KB. Look, so I guess Adam Gates in his mind is going to look at that as oh, well, we got him in the fifth round, now we trade up for a fourth round, boom. No, dude, that's not what this is, man. Jay Ajay is more of a talent than he's than than, than he's being looked at. He's more of a talent than a fourth round pick. That, that's what I'm saying. If we if we had just not waited till the trade to the trade deadline, geez, I can't speak tonight. Then we could have gotten more for him, man. But that, come on, bro, you have to agree that that's a little absurd. Fourth round pick for for one of the best backs in the league last year, and I know he's having a uh, less than phenomenal year this year by any means but dude still think about it come on it's ridiculous and eddie i have been thinking about it and that's why we're going to cover all these trades here call 267-521-0153 to get in on the conversation here on picking up the blitz also hit us up on our facebook show or not Facebook show, our Facebook page. Man, I'm getting bad as you, dude. It's contagious. Yeah, we got to get it, together. But, we got to restart. But anyway, we man. Get together, bro. But Let's anyway, it's, uh, the way these trades have uh, have rolled through, you could almost do a Mike Dicka and give away your whole draft this year and uh, go go pound for pound with all these trades one by one with Jimmy G and Kelvin Benjamin and uh, J.H.I., bring them all to one team, give them your draft, you might have a, quite the quality squad. Let me, let me stop you. Can I stop you for a second? Moving along off the Dolphins thing, because that's such a sore subject that I barely even want to touch it. The well, Jimmy on, G thing, no, let's can not we talk go there about yet? that? No, let's, let's not go I'm there yet, because I, I do I do want to touch on this uh, fairly quickly, Eddie, because right. we do have some uh, fantasy football questions here where, you know, uh, with uh, some people have Wendell uh, Smallwood and LeGarrette Blunt, and they're wondering what they should uh, do here in the situation with Jay Ajayi being brought into the Philadelphia Eagles situation. And jokingly, I got to say, you know, they got, a, they got a Jay and a Blunt in the backfield. What else do you need? But I was a owner oh. of – Wendell Smallwood, I and and I dropped him because I think Jai, when healthy, can is much more balanced and can play both can play both roles that Legarrette Blunt and Wendell Smallwood play at the same time. You don't agree? Right, right. Oh no, totally, man. I'm pretty sure you just wanted to stick on that subject so you could get your weed joke in there. But well done again, man. I you know I don't know where you come up with these things, man. But God dang, you are on point. On point, Jay. Could you say? One could you off. say? Could you say that I'm on fire? Yeah, 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 dude. Oh man, enough said. Yeah, look, bro. If you want to talk about fantasy realistically, though, I mean, you keep Legarrette Blunt for a week or two, and then you drop him because Jay Ajayi is going to be the workhorse there, right? I'm, I'm agreeing you got, with you, man. I think he's going to yeah. take over the position, but only Philadelphia oh, and Miami's front offices and the medical staff know the health of J.H.I.'s knee. And I think that's going to play the major X-factor role in what happens there. But you seemed real excited to get to this Jimmy G situation, and I know I have my thoughts too, so let's segue to this. Well, what I want to talk about, though, the question I actually really want to ask you is the fact that, okay, so Jimmy G looked good in his Patriots uniform when he played under the Patriots system as which everybody looks pretty good. I mean, I'll give Brissett, Brisket uh, some credit going over to Indianapolis because he has had some good moments there, and it's a tough organization to play for, and he probably will fizzle out. When Jimmy G goes over to San Francisco in a pretty dire situation, to say the least, at 0-7, 0-8, whatever they are at this point, is he just, are they just going to throw him right into the fire? I mean, that's no, what we're no. expecting, right? They, they've no? already said that he might not even play this year, which means – that he's going to play this year, not right away, but Kyle Shanahan's trying to tone down expectations. Look, I have two words for this decision. Or actually, make it one. Make it one. I, maybe I didn't know with uh, my lack of uh, – I, I didn't study English in college. So but, many words. Uh, but decisive is just one word. And that's how I describe Kyle Shanahan in the San Francisco front office. They are decisive. They picked up, don't forget, Eddie, they picked up Solomon Thomas in the first round last year, moved up to get Reuben Foster, and now they got the quarterback that they like. 
the one who Kyle Shanahan's been eyeing for years away in Jimmy Garoppolo. I believe in this decision, and I believe in the fact that they are decisively making these decisions. Okay, so then, then really, if you want to be decisive, you decide to be decisive to let him sit on the bench because he's not. there's no point in him coming in right now to even risk injury or anything. Just start preparing for next season if you're Kyle Shanahan, correct? Well, you want him to start learning the playbook here in the next two weeks. He's going to learn in the offseason. I, Eddie, I, Eddie, I think that they're bluffing. I think he is going to play this season, but he's not going to play right away. They're not expecting him to be the savior of the season. What they're going to do is bring him into the system, let him learn it. Not only are they going to let him learn it, but they're going to see what they have there because it's not going to affect their draft status for the first round next season. So they still have multiple options. They're bringing in, they're bringing in Jimmy G and Jacoby Vorsett are the two top names. I know they're both from the Patriots, but the, those are the two top names and quarterbacks that are expendable that are already in the league and already have some credibility. But they're going to get a look at they're going to get a look at Garoppolo and and they're going to decide now if if they're going to move forward or if they're going to move off of them and they're going to do it on their due time. And you got to you got to respect that in San Francisco. They still got no, Carlos side. They got a couple pieces, and you got to like what they're doing there. I, I understand that. I'm just saying tank the season, though, if you're the San Francisco 49ers. There's no point. Even if you're a fan of the team and you want to see a win, yeah, you want to see one win. You don't want to see five wins at this point, at this juncture in the season because what, what the hell's the point, man? Uh, also, though, getting back to uh, the J.H.I. thing real quick, I hate to um, go back to an old topic, but it is still kind of fresh. Uh, Texer wrote in, his knee's got nothing to do with anything. Uh, much more athletic line last year. And his contract is up, so they got to see if they can if he can play before they're going to pay him. So, in, in some people's minds, that Eddie, um, nothing sounded like more of a knee question than that to me. They don't want to they don't want to risk giving this guy money after a bad season when they don't know his knee's healthy. Well, I think the guy takes a hell of a beating as he goes. I hadn't heard anything about the knee. You're actually the first. Well, one to bring that's that up news to me because but... I never heard that about any other running back that's ever been in the NFL. So. He's the first one to ever take a beating. Get the hell out of you. Sorry. Very nice, man. I understand that. But, you know, you do understand that he is a downhill runner more than anything else. I mean, you, you've seen him play, and the guy averages more yards after contact. And I'm pretty sure he was number one in the league last year. I might have just made that up off the top of my head, but it seems like it makes sense. Man, money, we can stat check that if you want to. But you don't really have to, man. I mean, just, just tell me I'm right. As I always am. But the the thing is, man, so J.J., fine, he's out the door. The more that I think about it, bro, it's just the only thing that sucks right now is that the Dolphins, I'm sorry to go back to this again, but the Texter wrote in, it's a caller-driven show, Texter-driven show, whatever, so on and so forth. The thing that sucks is that we're 4-3, and three, even though we don't deserve to be 4-3 and three down here. We should be probably 2-5. and five. And then it would be like, all right, well, the season's a wash. But when you were 4-2 and two, going into a Thursday night game against a Ravens team that's no good that we wanted just to decapitate Flacco, and we couldn't get – there's no reason that we should have lost – I think the saddest thing is is that the Dolphins and Adam Gase realize what Eddie Fain's saying is true, that they are not the team that the record says they are. Absolutely. So you figured just get him out of there. We're not going to have to pay him. But the other thing that was crazy to me is that Jarvis Landry's on the trading block. And I know that a lot of people are going to say, well, yeah, he's going to, you're going to have to pay him and, you know, get him out of there for something before he just walks. And I understand that. But that guy's like the heart and soul of the team. What little bit of heart and soul that there is to this team. One of the only players that constantly fights for the extra yard, constantly tries to produce. Yeah, but take a lesson. Puts his, take oh, a page. on the field. Take a page out of the New York Giants playbook. If your wide receiver is the hard soul of your team, you are set up to fail. Yeah, well, here we go. I want to speak about receivers. Let's talk about some other trades that went down right before the deadline, KB. Who else got traded? Who else got shipped out? We're talking about Kelvin Benjamin. Boom. Look, this guy got traded for a third and a seventh to the Buffalo Bills. The general manager just brought back in. He was fired at one time from the Carolina Panthers and then hired me as an intern on ESPN radio, but now he's back in charge of the Carolina Panthers as a general manager. He says the team is like need for speed looking for a guy like Aaron Paul. He doesn't need Kelvin Benjamin coming in looking like Queen Latifah 
with the gut and the hair. I'm they willing already, to bet you they, they no already one. Any, no, stop. No go, one got yeah. that Aaron Paul reference. If anybody got the Aaron Paul Need for Speed reference, please call in right now. Mad Money's going, what the hell was he talking? You, no, one, no one got that. If you said Jesse Aaron Pinkman Paul, when he was in movie. Breaking Bad. Yeah, no, I... Well, what? Anyway, let's move back to the uh, heart and soul Don't give me that subject of this again. conversation. But <laughs> Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin literally looked like Queen Ladiva when he came in. He's like a he's six four, two hundred forty to two hundred fifty pounds. He, they say he runs a four three, but that was in college. There's no way he's running that anymore. The guy is slow. Marty Herney is saying that the team is looking for some more speed. And what makes this more clear than anything, Eddie, is that they have the fun funches, bunch of funches from Michigan. They already have that guy. If you're going to be slow, big body guy, they already have that guy that's not going to de- demand the amount of money that Benjamin is. And they need to work a lot of these younger wide receivers through the system and see what they have. The offense clearly isn't working right now with Benjamin and funches in it together. And Funches isn't demanding any value on the trade market, but Benjamin is. I totally understand the move by Marty Herney. Do you not agree with the trade? No, no, I agree with that. Um, and I also I agree with it from both sides. I mean, let's look at Buffalo now. The Buffalo Bills are sitting here, what, 5-2? and two? Is that what we're looking at right now? Buffalo Bills are sitting at 5-2, and two, and they're, they're going for it this year. The Buffalo Bills have been playing really, really, really good football, man. The Buffalo Bills are going to be the team to give the AFC East a run for its money when it's been the Patriots sitting uh, reigning at the top of the throne here for so many years. And I, I think that Calvin Benjamin, although he has put on weight in the offseason, but he was hurt too as well. So it's easier to sit around and recuperate by eating food than it is to not eat food. Everybody puts on weight, bro. And you're 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 making you're selling him short to make him sound like he's not better than Funches. Come on, he's definitely better than Funches. Is he worth as much money as he's going to demand? Probably not. Is he worth getting out of there for what? What was the picks that they picked up for that guy? For Benjamin. Yeah, what was the picks that came into that uh, the Carolina picked up for him? That'd be a third and a seventh. I mean, I'll take it, man, because, you know, obviously these guys know more about the players inside the locker room than, than we know, and we've seen what we've seen on the field, and it's not the most productive in whatever Cam says goes. So maybe Cam wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have anything good to say about Kevin Benjamin, and that means he's out the door. Matt Money, if you're with us what? right near a microphone right now, I want to ask Matt Money real quick behind the glass. Well, you're gonna, Eddie, you're going to have to ask him on the other side of the break. But one thing and I want to ask all the fans is, who wouldn't go Mike Dicker right now, man? You could trade your number two for Jimmy Garoppolo. You could trade your number three for uh, and seven for Kelvin Benjamin. And they could trade your four for JHI. And then you got an all-star team, according to the trade deadline. We'll catch you on the flip side of the break and fill you on on the Seattle Seahawks trade and tell you what happened with Jeremy Lane. KBE fans, pick it up the blitz. KB from pick him to the blitz with KB and E fans. Ethan and I pick up a lot of our NBA material for PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your news feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and Ethan is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings too. And no need to drink and drive to get there, our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Raj from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. 
mild, mango, and kiwi, Wild Dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold Wild Dog Picks of the Week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You're back inside Pick Up the Blitz with the real OG, the original OG, the mother-effing gangster of Sports Talk Radio. I started on ESPN, but I left those useless, liberal, (laughs) oh my God, (laughs) social justice warriors behind a long time ago, and I'm doing a much better beyond on my own. You know what? I haven't watched ESPN since uh, they started sucking. So don't call me out for stealing ESPN's material. Call ESPN out for not being original, being way too far left, bringing way too much politics into our sports life. We're just trying to hash it out and have a good time and stay on the real deal. Come on. Whoever's calling me out on this, I haven't got a name. I haven't got a Twitter handle yet. But tell Jameel Hill she can go to fuck home. Whoa, bro, all right, man. ESPN was trying to buy the show three weeks ago. I know we turned them down, but Jesus, man, yeah, I didn't realize yeah. the bad well, we was that get, big. We weren't going to get dogged out like Barstool Sports. We weren't going to come uh, off for just, a, for just a, what do you call it, a, 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 test, a pilot. We were coming on for a pilot with ESPN. I got no time for ESPN. I've been I when we don't do our own show here. I've been all about Fox Sports Radio, CBS Sports Radio, anybody but ESPN. They could take their Disney, Mike and Mike baseball, watch yeah. the World Series BS right out of this show because this show was real deal right down to the heart and Boom. soul. And listen, if, right. if two if two if two minds can't think of a of a, a joint and and Legarrette Blunt joke then. <laughs> Don't get mad about me about that, that ESPN was a little late to the party. They don't even bring yeah. anything to the party anymore except political problems. So, yeah, Jamil so, Hill. So if you've got to complain about that, if you think I'm stealing anything from ESPN, then change the MFN channel right here from KB on picking up the Blitz. Well, here's the thing, though, KB. I'm pretty sure he's one of our uh, one of our more solid uh, fan bases. He's one of the guys that just picked up on the fact that you know you had a joke that you know somebody had aired before that. Now, if it was Colin Coward, I don't think that that rant would have been uh, the exact same after the commercial break. But hey, oh, I'm glad. Oh, it came, if it was, glad if it it was Colin Coward, if it was Colin Coward, I would have definitely changed my plagiarism up so it wouldn't have get caught in the right. system. Right, right, right. Because, but who yeah. would want to steal it from? Who would want to steal it from ESPN anyway? ESPN anyways. I mean, based on the liberal rant, you just that was good. I, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Jamil Hill, Jamil Hill, and Michael A. Smith, and Steve yeah. A. Smith, and Dan, yeah. uh, whatever his name, yeah. uh, Batard, Batard Retard yeah. show. I mean, uh, they're, well, very, retard. they're very, they're very informative. You learn a lot while they watch your show. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why people in still the change notes. channels. Free show. I don't think I don't have the memory. Do you have this rant in your notes? Because I don't have this, so I'm I'm a little off track as to where we're going next with this. I think right, we were well, let's, get, let's get punches, right back on track. Jeremy Lane failed his physical, so the Seattle Seahawks Seahawks had to up their draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeremy Lang's probably, he's probably with ESPN That loser can't even pass a physical like the rest Well, of the here, listen While I'm on this ESPN rant While I'm on this ESPN rant you, you guys know what the Miami Hurricanes are doing With the turnover chain Let's hear it No, yeah, yeah. Actually, I do know Yeah, yeah everybody knows the what they're doing with doing. the turnover chain so, e- ESPN like So ESPN uh, is covering Miami's game Over the weekend And they have their yeah. sideline reporter and it's just this, uh, I mean, she's an attractive girl and everything with no talent, though. And and she's got a, before there's even a turnover in the game, she's already got an ESPN chain on. And then there's turn, it was just such a copycat deal. 
And I, 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 look, I like the turnover chain for Miami, but ESPN almost ruined it for me. Like, they just played so into it too much. They had a little bit set up for this broad, uh, or this lady, this female reporter to have her own, cha- like, a, like a gold chain that she was going to yeah, say, oh, it's my turnover. the game, she's got, like, four gigantic chains on. Did it play like, what well? Are you, what are you doing? No, funny? not for not for them. It was embarrassing for ESPN, but Miami, who had the real chain, the real turnover chain over there, creating turnovers on the rag in that game. I mean, they were owning it and living up to it. But ESPN, <laughs> man, ESPN just laid off a bunch more people, and I'm so glad I it's never got crazy. into a career with ESPN. They well, are just you don't seem they resentful. are just the, you don't seem resentful dude, about it at all, man. ESPN and Mike and Mike are the most Disney <laughs> people in the world. Yeah, Mike and Mike, go if, 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 hey, sorry if you don't like picking up the Blitz, go have a wine spritzer with Mike Greeny. See how that goes. Two six seven five two one zero one five three is the number to get on the show, man. Money, I'm pretty, pretty sure the lines are wide open right now. So if you're a liberal and you like ESPN, you want to call the curses out, go ahead. If you hate ESPN, might as well get on the phone with us either way. Beck, who were you talking about, Jeremy Lang? I'm talking I, about I, I Jeremy like Lang. I'm talking about Jeremy Lang, the, the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Right, 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 physical. Right, right. Which is a big deal because Dwayne Brown, the left tackle for the Houston Texans, is set to go to Seattle on a trade. Now, the trade got rejected because of the failed physical, but Seattle's going to up the draft pick. And I just want to bring this up this week with all these trades because an offensive lineman usually isn't a high topic of conversation. But this is one of these trades, Eddie, that I think you'll be looking at down the line and saying – that this was a game changer, especially late in the playoffs for Seattle. So you think that it's very beneficial? For Seattle. Right, right. But see, here's the thing, Beck. I could care less about that trade. The funnier trade that I think that we need to be talking about or the lack thereof a trade is the Cleveland Browns being uh, oblivious to anything that's going on again when they were about to give up which I don't know if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, how you feel about this, because you're about to get A.J. McCarron over for, I think, a second and third round pick. Matt Money, you could check my facts on that one to make sure I'm right. And they forgot to send the paperwork in? Like, bro, how does, how does that happen? How, if you are the laughing stock of the NFL, do you make another blunder that stupid? How, how is that possible? Please explain to me. Please explain to me. I got to know. Well, sometimes the papers that you try and send through the fax machine, they have crumpled edges, and it jams the machine. <laughs> That's what yeah. Well, that might be what happens over in the ESPN offices, but I don't know about the front office of an NFL organization. I have no idea, but the Browns are crying on this whole big story over A.J. McCarron. A.J. McCarron's not going to solve all your problems. Yeah, For a second and third round pick. But did you blow it for not kidding the guy? Yeah, that's Horrible. Absolutely horrible. It's funny on two levels. It's funny on two levels because, all right, number one, not only did you just show the world that you botched something again, but the fact that you were going to make – you were going to give a second and third-round pick because the Browns have been stockpiling picks for years now. And they're going to give that up for A.J. McCarron? I mean, you were supposed to be high on Kaiser. You don't give the guy – first you throw him into the fire – then you pull him out and you put in the white guy. The white guy's terrible. I don't even. I can't even remember his name because he's a freaking scrub. He's a nobody. He's a no good. He's a loser. He's a boy. Go get a job at ESPN. I'm sorry, that's my last ESPN joke. I just thought that rant was hilarious. But not mine. Not you, my last ESPN you're, joke. You're I'll tell you that. Go, you're supposed to go with Kaiser, and you want to put him in the yeah, fire. You got to yeah. give the kid time to grow. So what? You're going to bring AJ McCarron in for a second and third round pick for for what? To salvage your season? Please, AJ McCarron's going to get you two wins just so you don't go undefeated. It's it's essentially a little bit of the same thing we're talking about with San Francisco. At this point, if you're a fan of your organization, you just want the one win so you don't get skunked, and you start looking towards the draft. So you're going to give up a second and third round pick for A.J. McCarron, who we've seen play with the Bengals, and he's not that good. He wasn't that good in Alabama. So let's be realistic here. What the hell? And the Browns, but somehow they're still the laughing stock. It would have been a bad trade either way, but somehow they get more attention because they botched it. It blows my mind how badly a, a team can be run. I, I just, I just don't get 
where the end in sight is. Hugh Jackson is one in twenty two for the Cleveland Browns as a coach. Eddie, and so what you're going to give up what Cleveland? AJ McCarron? Clarify for the listeners what uh, Cleveland was willing to give up for AJ McCarron's again. Second and third round pick. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I didn't look Dude, that the, up. The I, fact, I'm the quite certain that's the. The fax machine is the MVP of the Cleveland Browns, then. Exactly. It's like it's like you would think that the office would come up and say, no, we denied that. The front office would say, no, we, we <laughs> saw what he was trying to do, and then, then all this was a bunch of miscommunication. We denied it. But, no, they said publicly, we just mis- we mistakenly didn't get it into the NFL offices before. Well, how, how do you leak that to the public? That's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't you say, no, we denied the trade. We didn't like that. Like, I, that that's what I'm telling you. How m- much more mismanaged could a front office be than the Cleveland Browns? And it, it, it seems like this is never ending. So as a Dolphins fan, I go, Jesus, what are we doing down here? I go, oh, could be worse. There's always, you know that one guy when you're really getting, like, wasted or you're really on a bad, like, uh, like streak, you go, and you just look at that guy and you go, ah, Jesus, could be that dude. I mean, I could drop yeah. some names. You always Mostly, you yeah. always feel better when you're not that dude. When you're not that dude. All right. Well, let's so go we into. Hey, let's go into um, another waste of time and complaints from retarded yeah. ESPN employees. Not um, retarded, but uh, just yeah. uh, socially sports challenged. I'm. I'm. There you go. That's a good term. And I. And I don't think that. Uh. And I don't think it was just ESPN. I think it was a lot of people listening to this show and a lot of people people watching football at home. But a lot of people had a lot to say about the Kiko Alonso hit on Joe Flacco. Hey, Beck. I'd like Beck. I'd like to stop right there. We got a caller on the line here. All right, we'll bring him, oh, bring him on. We'll come, back, we'll come back to this uh, Flacco deal. All right, caller, you're live. What's going on, guys? It's, it's Johnny. What's, What's up, up Johnny? Man, oh, man, I'll tell you, sometimes when I'm on that bender and I need to look at someone, I look right at you, Fane. Right <laughs> at you, buddy. Hey, we all got to have our own Cleveland Browns in our lives, don't we? <laughs> so, so here's the thing about worse. Cleveland Browns. and I saw this on uh, TV, so take it for what it's worth. But uh, first off, the reason that nobody opened the email on what to send over to the league and why it was late was because an assistant sent it. So no, everyone ignored the assistant, and no one actually took a look at the trade and oh, then sent team? it in. So that's which team? Oh, the Browns. Which team? The Browns. Okay. Second, this is a little conspiracy theory that I like, that uh, Sashi Brown might be playing a little bit of uh, God where he didn't want to get a quarterback that might do some good. So, because it's going to be one of the two of them on the chopping block because they came in at the same time. So, not having any success this year would most likely get rid of Hugh Jackson but keep Sasha Brown's job for at least one more year. Now, that sounds like how a good company is run right there. ESPN should take yeah. a lesson with the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I got to say, I mean, it sounds interesting, but, man, I, also, that joke was really good. KB, man, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. The Jay and the Blunt, man, I thought it was super original. Uh, definitely ESPN's been listening to you. It's crazy, Bro, man. It was a good joke. That joke is so stupid. Like, 1,500 <laughs> people have thought about this same joke. And I get called out for copying ESPN. I'm not going to have it. There's like 20 million other people that thought the same thing in their mind. I mean, imagine all the people that have the same two dudes on their fantasy team. I just said it on well, a hard damn show. I'm looking forward to hearing the next take. Man, man. Oh, all I right. Just... Well, the next take is coming on real quick right here because this really pissed me off. This was uh, Kiko Alonso popping Joe Flacco on the late slide, and there all the social justice warriors came out. Oh, Kiko Alonso's a dirty player. He should be suspended. He should be fine. Flacco's helmet flew off, blah, blah, blah. Come on, everybody. The, you can't stop. Number one, you can't be running at somebody at full speed and then they just duck and, and then you're trying. it's not going to happen. You're not going to be able to change your momentum that much. It was a clean hit, and it comes out this week. Joe, Joe Flacco clears concussion protocol. Well, He's listen, fine. Listen. He's going to start this week. It was an entire waste of time and complaints 
for Ravens fans and useless, useless social justice warriors that think that, oh, you shouldn't be able to hit that hard in football. Um, listen, though, the thing is that I think that really resonated with a lot of people was the fact that Joe, the Delaware Dud's face, when he got his helmet ripped off, he did, like, the, like, hand signal to come get him. He just looked so lost and helpless. He looked like, check, please. It's check. Check. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, because, yeah. Actually, I just got a text. Just came in and said, uh, oh, wait, KB. Then I stole that joke too. KB, your thoughts on your thoughts on <laughs> Joe Flacco, Kiko Alonso were said by Mike and Mike four days ago. You guys are backtracking <laughs> at this point. No, so, yeah, so, the news just came out today that he is going to start on Sunday, and yeah. ESPN is way too liberal to be on Kiko Alonso's side. And look, this is another reason why I'm on Kiko Alonso's side. Because he's not that big of a dude. And he's not that dirty of a player. And he is good. He is good. He's very good. He is good. He's very good. And let's not forget, let's also, no, 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 hang on, one more, one more on that. All right, all right. Because Kiko Alonso, Kiko Kiko Alonso picked up a guy uh, three weeks back, I think it was, I don't know, the Jets player, I believe. I can't, that's not a fact, it might have been Tennessee. Picked the guy up and could have easily slammed him to the ground, but instead carried him in one of the weirdest plays I've ever seen about five yards back and just held him. On his shoulder, one of the other uh, opposing team's players held him there until the whistle blew, and he set him down on his feet, where he could have been the biggest jerk if he was a dirty player and slammed him down on his neck and really hurt the guy. Instead, he just did something very strange, where he lifted the guy with the ball carrier up and held him there for like six to seven seconds. One of the oddest plays I've ever seen in a football game, but had he wanted to be a dirty guy that people are uh, insinuating that he is, he would have just slammed the guy down and broke his neck. Maybe not broke well, his neck, but... Well, he should have done anyway. Kiko Alonso's only like 230 pounds. He's not, he's not like a 350-pound lineman. Well, I bet you he's smaller than that. I bet you he weighs... I bet yeah, you he weighs I, I don't 220 think or 215. A great, great, nice play by Kiko Alonso. I, I haven't seen the one that you're talking about, but I, I still don't think if he drove him into the ground and landed on him that it would have hurt the guy that bad. I mean, probably, no, on, a on a wide receiver? On a wide receiver? Quarterback? Or what are we talking about? Uh, probably a uh, like a specialist back on a third down play on a screen. All right, either way, either way, Kiko Alonso's a little Kiko Alonso's a speed guy anyway. He's not he's not a no, big guy. Tyreek Hill, that's what I meant. Tyreek Hill, but, not Kareem Hunt. Oh, that's who we got. He called Tyreek. No, 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 no. That size of a player, a little guy. Okay, okay. Well, let's just move off of this because the facts aren't straight. Okay. Now we got to get into KB's QB six shooter roulette. Well, this is a new segment. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, this is this is one where you get QBs in your team that you just kind of want to turn the gun around and shoot yourself in the head. I'm talking about Brossweiler back in Bronco Town. Man, he took a long journey to get away from John Elway's payday. All they had to do was take a little pay cut. And he could have stayed with the Broncos. Instead, he got so butthurt about getting benched for Peyton Manning. Wow, nobody's ever got benched for Peyton Manning before. Come on, bro. Now, you had to go down to Houston, fail. You had to go down to up to Cleveland, fail. And now you're right back on John Elway's Broncos. And we're looking at, we're looking at Brossweiler as a starting QB for this Sunday. This is one of those things that, just like how Brian Hoyer left New England, like a lot of these QBs do, and a lot of the reason that this is a topic right now is because everybody's saying is not going to be good because there's been QBs in this system that have played elsewhere that haven't had success. Brian Hoyer is one of them. He's a prime example of those candidates' arguments. Oswa, I mean, uh, Hoyer, he's out in San Francisco. The trade happens with Garoppolo going out to San Francisco. Guess what? He's roulette right back to New England. Point the gun right at your head. The dude is no good. You got six shots of roulette, and sometimes the bullets roll around and get back in the same chamber. That's the QB six-shooter roulette here in the NFL. We got any more players like that this season, Eddie? Oh, I wasn't listening to the segment whatsoever. 
It's a new segment. I'm not supposed to listen to that, right, my money? Oh, it's a new segment, and it's a one-time deal. We're probably not going to do this one next music. week. It's all the same lineup music. I, I, That one, I didn't like at all. But, yeah, no, you're probably right about what you said. All right, well, let's get to commercial break. We got a shout-out to some sponsors, Gasolina, Wild Dog Hot Sauce, PrimeCombine.com. You know the drill. Near Food Mart. You're not going to want to miss our Locked and Loaded Picks of the Week this week, but I guess you could just go to ESPN, and uh, I copied it from ESPN. (laughs) These picks are genuine. They're correct. You're going to want them if you want to make money. And ask us for any fantasy football tips because we're going to win you your bragging rights. That's what we do here on Pick It Up the Goddamn Blitz. This is KB from Pick Em to the Blitz with KB and E-Fane. E-Fane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your news feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings too. And no need to drink and drive to get there. Our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi, Wild Dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold Wild Dog Picks of the Week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. What up? You're back inside Pick Up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane. Our boy Mad Money Mike behind the glass producing. Whew, we've had a great show for you guys. I love it. I love it. And uh, if you got if you got anything positive to say about ESPN, just turn off the damn channel right now. Just change the channel. We don't have, we don't have time for that. Can't stand it. E-Fane. Woo, how you feeling over there, bro? We gotta close out the show hey, in a good way. We've had it we've had a good we've had a good night, buddy. Listen, here's the deal, man. And we're just gonna drop it this. This will be the last ESPN reference I've ever heard. But I'm I'm just saying though, okay? I don't have the beef that you have towards them, obviously, I'm pretty sure that's clear to see. But I don't know, and we're discussing this in the green room. I don't know who actually turns on Mike and Mike in the morning and is like, oh, hang on, I can't get my day started until I get my fulfillment of Mike and Mike. Uh, I, uh, I used to be cool on the job. Hey, I've been a nerd my whole life, man. People put me in lockers. Mike, you want to put me in a locker? Yeah, green user. It's the most stupid bit. It's like, you can call us out for what you want to call us out on, but we're going to give you right picks. We're going to give you straight-up opinions. We're not going to be PC about shit, okay? Straight up. We're not going to go kiss corporate ESPN's ass for a bad contract. For n- n- no, no, no. I don't think so, Mike and Mike. And you know who the other guy is that can really – that could just literally, dude, take his car and ride it right off the cliff? Is that guy Will Kane with his slick back hair that thinks that he's the man. Because that dude could kick rocks as far as that. If that dude oh, – I'm going to go too far. I'm going to go really inappropriate with it, man, to, to the fact that people are going to get pissed off. No, forget it. Will Kane, though, dude – just be out of the world, man. So you can take that how you want to take that, bro. Never that, heard of him. 
I'm on, but yeah, he's the kid with the slick back. Oh, dude, he's just the guy that in school, bro, in college, you just like, you'd be sitting there drinking, you know, 42 beers and you just watch him and you have like uh, two, not wine spritzers, but like, he'd like mix up one vodka and be like, yeah, well, what's up, girls? Like, you we see got, this bottle of vodka I got? We got a on the line, Fane. I hope it's Will Kane, dude. I'll punch that guy square in his mouth. That's serious. Matt that Money, guy. you hooking up that caller? Let's go. Matt Bring the blitz. that caller on the line or what? Yeah, we got him on live. Caller, what's up? Oh, all right. It's Brandon from Columbus. What up, Columbus from Brandon? Uh, got him. Got him. All right. All right. I just thought your listeners might be interested oh, in the uh, an update on the Celtics-Kings game tonight. Got a quick yeah. score for you. Uh, Celtics are up by 10, closing in on the end of the second quarter. Two things stand out to me in this game, that things I never realized before. Uh, Zach Randolph plays for Sacramento. He's been in the league for 17 years. I had no idea that he had been playing basketball that long and on a high level as well. Yeah, he's a history changer. He punched uh, Steven Adams in the face, which changed Memphis' destiny for a NBA championship possibility one year. I, I, I didn't know that, but he, he, yeah, he he's was a hell of he a was player, dis- no doubt. He was disqualified for a game seven after punching Oklahoma City's uh, Stephen Adams in the face. He's an NBA warrior. I mean, in, yeah, in, yeah. Well, right, what's your ne- what's your next point, caller? I'm, we're on high edge here. I'm picking up the blitz. I had no idea that. Yeah, you know, I have not watched Cleveland Cavalier games. Uh, except when they're playing someone I'm interested in in the outcome. But I had no idea that Kyrie, number one, plays defense on the level that he does, and number two, that he has a really distinct personality. Uh, He seemed to me for Cleveland just to be kind of a faceless scorer, uh, no emotion, no no participation, no, no teamwork. He's leading the Celtics in assists and in uh, defense. And that, that that is that is new to me. Uh, I'd like well, to weigh in on that before you do, Beck. Let me just jump in on that. Let's just say, uh, caller uh, Columbus, let's just be real here. That's because LeBron really was kind of caging him down, I think. I mean, LeBron was the face of the franchise. Kyrie didn't have much room to grow or speak or do anything except score and kind of do his thing. And now I see what he's doing for you guys. And, Beck, I'll let you take it right after this, man. I mean, you guys have won, what, five in a row? This is going to be the sixth one tonight after you beat Sacramento. And Kyrie is playing outstanding basketball because every time I turn on the phone, the, the iPad, the computer, or the TV, I see a new Kyrie highlight. So he did want his room to grow. And, I mean, could you just imagine what you guys might be capable of if Gordon Hayward didn't take on that uh, horrendous injury? I, well, I don't I remember it. whether it was KB or Eddie Fain that, that, that pointed out probably a month ago on the program that Kyrie is going to be a lot better player under coach Stevens than he was under uh, coach Lou or uh, anybody who had coached at Cleveland. I'll let back take the credit for that one. Yeah, I'll take the credit for that one. And then I'll also say that Boston's going to be a better team next year because they don't have Hayward this year. It's going to give a lot of these younger guys minutes that they wouldn't have gotten and they might not have, Won it all this year anyway. Everybody was saying that they're still one year behind Cleveland, let alone Golden State. So you got to find the silver linings with everything. Kyrie is a superstar. He he plays like it. He's got a badass name. And the only thing <laughs> I, I think I've uh, I've seen negative on Kyrie is uh, he thinks the world's flat. <laughs> I'm I'm serious. I read yeah, this no, today. Is, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. That is, uh, what is that on. about? Well, yeah, that, that is one of the weirdest things ever. I don't know if that's a, like a, a trolling ploy or what that was. That, that was odd. But listen, let me ask both of you this. This question goes to both of you. One of you take it before the other. But number one, here's the first, no, here's the first one I got to get off my chest. Dude, your guy's Kelly Olenek. Thank you guys so much that we gave him $50 million. This guy is the worst bum scrub of a player I've ever seen. I do not know what the organization was thinking to pay this, the Miami Heat, to pay this guy the money that he got. That's number one. And feel free to chime in. But number two, with Kyrie at the helm, Jalen Brown, uh, Marcus Smart, who recently just came out of the closet. I'm not sure if that uh, is fact straight or not, but that's what came out uh, through the Twitter feed. Um, but I'm just asking you guys as fans and guys that have watched this team for a long, long time, 
do they still have the potential now that we see the Cleveland's in a bit of a slump to start the season? Does this Boston team with Kyrie at the helm and the supporting cast have what it takes to at least get to an Eastern Conference Finals? I mean, is that going to happen? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe so. And and here's another here's another thing that uh, I learned uh, listening to the game tonight. I wish I could tell you I was at TD Garden watching it live and giving you a live report. But they told us that, uh, and I, I think this is amazing, and anyone who's got any kind of connection with uh, surgery, I think we'll have to agree with me, that Gordon Haywood came out of that hard cast today. That is just a, an amazing thing to me. That what? Fake news. That's fake news. Oh, it is? Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, I was no. calling you out. <laughs> no, no. It, 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 no, it, it was, it's was. it been reliably reported that he is out of the hard cast now. That doesn't mean he's going to play next month or even this season. But to be out of a hard cast that's incredible. A, an injury like that, 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 that's a pretty remarkable thing. And, I, again, it doesn't mean that he's going to play this season necessarily. But I, I, I was just stunned at it. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, He's probably got Dr. James Andrews on it down in North Carolina, guaranteed. Uh, but before you do go, can you guys please get to my first point about Kelly Olynyk? What the hell were the Miami Heat doing when they paid him four years? I'll million tell you this, Eddie. When Kelly Olynyk was first part of the Boston Celtics, I thought this guy had superstar potential, and uh, he just feeble defensively. He's a good fowler, though. If you yeah, like like little fowler. dainty, if you like little dainty fouls, he excels at it. He doesn't have an offensive game either, though, is the thing. He can't get down low and score. He does not shoot the threes he particularly the, well. His jump shot's no got awful. His form looks and terrible. And his, his arms are too short. So what? So why, why are we giving him the money that, that he just has been made? It, it, it just makes no sense to me. But there was other guys that we were worried about paying, and they did figure out a way to do it, but they let guys from last year's team go. And now we're starting off 2-5 and five with Kelly Olynyk's long-haired Canadian ass starting – it, it, it makes no sense to me. I guess Grant Hassan Whiteside's been injured. He's just playing for the first time, second time since the season opener tonight. It, it just it, Kelly right. Olynyk, get the hell out yeah, of town. Well, let's Goodbye. move on. Eddie, 76ers, That's Khalil crazy. Okafor. Or, let me correct that. Jaleel Okafor wants out. He doesn't want to work. He just wants to be in jealous of Joel Embiid's money. Joel Embiid is the guy there. Joel Okafor well, had his chance, and he's out, dog. Well, let's be realistic here. Uh, so we got Jaleel Okafor and Khalil Matt. What was it? Who are these guys again, man? I'm so caught up on ESPN. So, uh, Okafor. Yeah. You're the one that Goodbye. wanted to talk about this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's no, go. No, no, no. And now right, wrap right. it up yeah, quick I, in the next I, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. Yeah, it's time for him to go. Goodbye. Wait, okay, is Embiid, he worth anything? All right, no, stop, 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 stop. All right, let me just stop. Let me just reset for a second, man. Chill out. Let me reset. Embiid, phenomenal. Has the potential, if he can stay healthy, to be one of the best players. What do you need Jaleel Okafor there for? What do you need him there for? Again, another guy. Uh, there was potential not even close to Embiid, and again, a guy that has not produced, but what, what would be the point of keeping If he wants out, he's demanding a trade, and he's worth anything. If he's, if he's worth – go with the Dolphins aspect of this. If you can get anything for him, send him on his way. Embiid's the future. And the Philadelphia 76ers, they were such a tough team to read because, bro, there's been guy after guy after guy, college star after college star after college star that is just stockpiled in Philadelphia. And I still won't watch one of their games. Trust the process. Trust the process. And the process tells us that it is the time for picking up the Blitz with KB, Ethan, and Mad Money. Later, Okafor. You're out the door. Locked Bye. and loaded. Picks of the week, every week, here on Pick It Up the Blitz. Look, Eddie, I am super locked in for these five, man. I know you were talking in the pressure. I I don't think I even looked at my picks. All I've been concentrated on is these five because I know that I am right, man. I know I'm going five for five on this. I know I'm going five for five on this. And I know I I had some confusion going on in pre-show. But, man, when I finally got away from you and I got my clarity going on, I got these picks locked up, man. And I'm going to start with the one I think is the biggest trap game, Eddie, 
And that's going to be Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers minus two and a half. I think losing Kelvin Benjamin makes this a trap game. That's why the odds are that way in Vegas. So I'm staying Carolina in this game. Thoughts? You're going to take Carolina minus two and a half. Yes, sir. I will be going against you with the Atlanta Falcons plus two and a half. Lock it. All right. Next, we got the New York Giants plus three and a half hosting the L.A. Rams. Let me give you my my thoughts on this first. Giants have played everything tight. I'm not picking this because I'm a Giants fan. I'm picking this because all the games have been close. And I'll take the plus three and a half. I'm going to go Rams. All right. I like it. I love when we disagree. Following game here. Arizona Cardinals minus two and a half at the San Francisco 49ers. Who are you going with, Zane? Now, do we have for a fact that Garoppolo is not starting for San Francisco? Oh, we have that definitely. As a fact yet? I mean, we don't have it as a fact, but it's about as fact as an unfact could be. If Garoppolo starts this game, we're going San Francisco. You're saying if that not, Garoppolo can step in and win a game on week one I with a brand that, new I team in a brand new system with a brand new Garopp- head coach? I think that Jimmy Garoppolo with the San Francisco 49ers, the winless San Francisco 49ers at home, are going to be better off than Drew Stanton in the Arizona Cardinals that are just going to rely on AP. AP, they're going to know what's coming, man. It's going to be run-stop, run-stop, run-stop. San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo will get their first win of the season at home this weekend. Okay. I'm going Arizona all the way. AP, Larry yeah, Fitz turned up to get through sitting by, and it's not going to be – I'm not saying Arizona's going to win. I mean, I'm saying Arizona's going to win. But there, right. it's going to be it's going to be more than a field goal, man. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kansas City okay. plus a point and a half at the Dallas Cowboys. Four o'clock on Kansas Sunday City. afternoon. Kansas City? Yeah, me as well. But everybody started counting Dallas out. Are we making the wrong pick here, Eddie? Give give yourself a did second to think about it. Double check. Hang on. Did we make the wrong move about not discussing Ezekiel Elliott? Because I don't think that we did on not discussing him on the show, man. We, enough is enough, man. He's suspended. He's not suspended. He's suspended. He's not suspended. He's suspended. He's not suspended. Jesus Christ, you sit or play. Just stop playing games with Jerry Jones. Pissed off at Roger Goodell. Enough is enough. Too much circus going around in Dallas, Kansas City. Plus one and a half? Jesus Christ, if that's the real spread, obviously Kansas City. All right, the following game is going to be one that you're very familiar with as a Miami Dolphins fan. That's Ethan, co-host of the show, picking up the blitz here. You want to get in on the action next week, it's 267-521-0153. You can holler at our boy Mad Money Mike behind the glass on the Facebook page. And you can always come battle KB, your host of the show, picking up the blitz. I'll take no shit. And I'm taking Miami plus two and a half hosting the Oakland Raiders on Sunday night. I think it's a trap game with Miami once again trading out a star player just like the Carolina game. I'm going Miami, not loving what I'm seeing with Oakland. Fane, I know where your true feelings lie, but where do your betting feelings lie on this one? Jay Cutler's back, man. Because you remember I told you guys about Matt Moore last week and nobody wanted to listen to me and uh, told everybody that Jay Cutler was a better player and nobody wanted to listen to me. And I just told you again that Matt Moore was going to throw Yeah, but Jay Cutler, I've seen, I've seen nothing oh. about – you were correct mm. about that, but I think Matt Moore can redeem himself. Mm. But I've seen nothing right, about right, Jay Cutler right, 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 right. actually coming back. Yeah, he's playing. He's going to uh, start that game. And that might change your Where pick. Where did you I'm hear that? Miami who's, your, uh, who's your source on that? I know Jay Cutler, dude. He's a big fan of the show. We were going to have him calling in, but the goddamn lines were all booked up. And then he had some gig with ESPN slash CBS coming up, so he just heard about the ESPN ran. He didn't want to get on the lines. But I don't know what happened. Jay's going to call in next week after his freaking win. Don't Matt worry Money, about have, it. You heard, have you heard tight. anything about Cutler starting this week? No, I haven't heard anything. Somebody get Jay on the line. Get Jay on the line, bro. Yeah. Funny? No, you'll get Jay's ass on the line. Come on. Hey, are we throwing the game ball? Are we throwing the game ball out real quick? Yeah, yeah, you ball? got one? You got one? Oh, Give yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Hassan Whiteside, Hassan Whiteside, you're going to get the game ball. Thank you for coming back to the team. Man, he'd have been awful without you, man. That's a quick game ball. Alright, my game ball's got to go to my boy Josh Gordon. Showing absolutely no quit. 
no quit. Ain't gonna quit smoking weed. Ain't gonna quit trying to get back to the NFL. He proved he can't play at all in his last reinstatement. But the game ball goes to him for gripping and clawing his way back into the league for at least a couple nice paychecks. You gotta respect that, right, Thane? Oh, yeah, totally. What happened? Was I listening? 